What you, what you doing out in these streets, Lay Rue? What you doing out in these streets? What you doing out? What you, what you doing out? What you, what you doing out in these streets? What you doing out in these streets, Lay Rue? We in these streets! Okay, so you've got two events today. Three events today. Yes. That's right. Three. Yeah, yeah. Got a Muay Thai event? Yeah. And what else you have? I've got a Muay Thai event. Um, I've got a... Uh, music event, um, mm -hmm. and I've got a um, event. A uh, friend's hosting a market day, like mm. a food market day event. Yeah, and that's all photography. Uh, yeah, all photography. Okay. Yeah. So we're speaking of Mike. How did how did you become a sound guy first, and then move over to being behind the camera, being behind the lens? Like, how was sound your first passion, or was it something you just fell into, or did you find the love of photography after that? Or? Oh, actually, actually, okay. So, so photography comes. Uh, actually, music comes first, then oh, photography, okay, then sound again. Okay, wait. Uh, Take me yeah. through the music journey first. Yeah, the music journey. So, yeah, growing, growing up, I've always had a big passion for music. Uh, as 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 a kid, I'd always be glued to the radio, mm -hmm. um, and had a huge passion for anything music related. Um, a lot of my friends in high school, uh, they were aspiring uh, musicians and DJs. Uh, and then we, we became friends with the DJs at uh, Campus Radio, University uh, UCT. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and then from there, from school days, you know, we'd always be, you know, um, uh, surrounded by, um, you know, friends or, or colleagues um, who were, you know, DJs, musicians. And so, yeah, that was always the goal. So initially, I wanted to become a sound engineer. Oh, wow. I wanted to become a music producer. Oh, wow. Um, uh, but did back then, um, back then, music and sound wasn't, you know, as viable of a career as, as it was now. You know, we're still in the beginning phases. So How long, was it? How long ago was that? Sure, okay, give me my age away. <laughs> but no, uh, no one's going to see this, bro. <laughs> 10 years, well, over 10 years ago. Okay, 10 years over, ago. Let's say over 10, plus minus 10 okay, gotcha. somewhat years. Gotcha. So, gotcha. so back then, gotcha. music was always, you know, a big goal for me. Yeah. And I wanted to become a sound engineer and a music producer and a DJ as well. Okay. Um, and, but then, you know, tried to tell old school you know, um, uh, parents. Oh, yeah. Uh, that. Yeah, uh, that's always a problem. Yeah. So then at the time, so I, w I went to my I went to my folks and I was like, okay, I want to get sound engineering. I want to go to this college or whatever. And then my parents were like, okay. So this is still uh, in high school? This is still high school, okay, yeah. So gotcha. I'm like 18, 18 years old. Yeah, yes. 17, 18 years old. About to um, leave high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So deciding what I want to do. Uh, then I, I went to my parents and like, yeah, I want to do sound engineering. I want to apply to this college. And then my parents sat me down. They were like, uh, okay, um, um, maybe get first get a profit degree, and then when you finish, then you can decide what you want to do. So basically, back then, a you know, so, yeah, 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 wow, yeah. Old school parents, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Old school, old school parents. Um, uh, you know, at the time, yes, music and sound and entertainment wasn't necessarily, you know, the the the, the viable option, or as it is now. You know, they're way more opportunities now within, within sound, design, animation. There's so many, you know, more careers now that, you know, the, the youth um, are so lucky. Like, I wish I was matriculating now, you know what I mean? <laughs> so the opportunities now in entertainment and, and media. So anyway, back then, my folks were like, no, no, get a proper degree and then decide what you want to do. So anyway, so I, I did that and I went to go study and um, I did a, a BA in, um, in, in law and in media. 
Um, yeah, so That's law and, and communications. Yeah. Okay. So <clears throat> yeah, so 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 family fam, family background. Um, so uh, lawyers in the in the family. So yeah. you know naturally. Oh, you got lawyers in the family. Yeah. So okay. so so naturally, you know, I was interested in 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 following. You know, um, uh, you know the, the family family kind of trade, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. Um, and obviously, your parents are more. Um, we're going to be happier about that because it's following in these footsteps. Yeah, yeah. So my dad, so, uh, so my dad, um, he 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 he's in the, he was in the legal profession. He was a lawyer and he's a retired retired judge. Um, oh, wow. And my my cousins, um, and my sister, um, so they were in the legal profession. So um, yeah, back then, you know, I I was I was I was curious to 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 um, you know uh, get a, get a taste for that and. For the legal world and so my, my dad gave me some of the best advice I've, I've ever gotten in, in my life um, so he was like okay you know if you're still figuring out what you want to do maybe don't do a straight LLB do a BA law so then take law subjects but then take um, subjects that interest you as well so then I okay. did communications mm. so it was like form form and media and it was journalism and advertising and marketing and branding all rolled into one and then um, that that was like the spark for me. So I enjoyed law. Uh, don't get me wrong; like it was it was an incredible um, foundation, and I still utilize to this day. If I need to like draft contracts or you know have to negotiate rates or um, you know tell people you know hey you know you, like in, in business or contracts like. You know, I know what's clapping. You know, yeah, <laughs> in yeah. terms of the contract. So because um, yeah, a, a lot of people yeah. think. If you are coming from the creative side, you don't understand contracts, you don't understand negotiation, yeah. you don't understand the business aspect. So they take you for a ride. So yeah. it's good that you have that yeah. that foundation. Yeah. So 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 fast forward a little bit. So then um, yeah, I did my BA. Um, so it was in law and communications, um, uh, and I graduated. And then that spark for me for the, for the media world it was specifically advertising, branding, you know, visual visual arts that gripped me. Um, back then, I didn't know exactly what actually gripped me, um, you know, to the media world. But I just knew that, you know, like, yeah, growing up listening to radio and then watching watching TV. When I would when, when I watch TV, I would watch a movie, but I'd be more gripped to the ads and how you know they craft those commercials in a creative way really? with the music and the so, visuals. So, and so when people so, skip the ads, you you were like, okay, yeah, what ad is next? Hundred like? <laughs> percent. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So so then wow. so it was music and it was advertising, it was branding and visuals, but I didn't quite know then, like mm. as an 18, 19 year old, what what my direction was going to be. So then I, I went to yeah. So I finished my my, my BA. Then I went to go do my uh, my honors UCT. Um, and I did that in marketing management and advertising um, management and branding, basically. And then I joined Campus Radio. Um, and from there, that was such a turning point for me. Because as I said, I wanted to initially, uh, you know, um, start a career in sound and become a sound engineer. So that was the next best thing, you know, to get that foundation while I was studying my, my, my business degree. And I did, and I was on campus radio for about three years. I was, it was such a credible opportunity. And that's actually where photography started for me. Really? Yeah, it was actually through radio. How? So, yeah, so, that so. It makes sense. Well, <laughs> no, back then. When I mention it, 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 will, it will, okay. will make sense. So, when you, when you are on campus radio, um, uh, you know, the, the artists coming through the studio, um, the you know, a lot of like musicians um, and uh, DJs, um, uh, festivals, you know, want to promote the events to students. 
So I got a, a call from my station manager, um, radio station manager at the, at the time. And she was like, hey, you know, we have some guys from a festival that want to come and do an interview. Would you, would you be keen? And that was, the, that was a turning point for me. So, so initially, um, at that time, I, yeah, I, was, I was focused to go into a career in advertising and branding. Um, and then photography wasn't even, wasn't even on the table then. I, I hadn't really, you know, delved into it much. And then I was like, okay, let's do the interview. And back then I hadn't really been to festivals. I wasn't really familiar much with the festival scene. I had, didn't really, I don't think I had been to a festival back then. I didn't know what it was involved in the festival back then. And I was like, okay, cool, you know, come through. I'm happy to interview the guys. And then it turned out the guys that came through, you know, they were, they were one of the big festival um, promoters and DJs at the time. And that was such a turning point for me because um, such liquor guys, man, like um, they were like, hey, if, um, you know, here are some passes. At the time, I was interested in the photography and I had friends on campus who were photographers, but um, I didn't have my own camera. You know, I, I didn't know the ins and outs of photography, but I, I would... Um, you know, ask my friends like, hey, you know, um, about their cameras. And, and then I think one day my friend brought his camera to campus or I think we went on a mission one weekend. And so I, that's how I got into it through, through friends who were photographers. And then the guys from the festival, they were like, okay, here are some passes. Um, you know, if you, if, you have, if you want to come through, you know, take some photos. Um, and that's, that's where it all started. So I wow. went through to that festival. And it just opened up door after door um, from, um, you know, promoters in the, in the scene, from uh, musicians and DJs. And then from, from there, um, it, yeah, it, it, just, it just opened up doors and, you know, gave me those, those, those connections within the, the industry. And then I did that, I did that while I was, I was studying, you know, like as a side kind of, yes. kind of like hustle on the weekends, shooting festivals. And then I would, so what I would do is I didn't have a camera. At the time, so I would ask ask my friends who who were into it. It was like, hey, okay, what we can do is that um, you know I can organize the media pass and accreditation. You know, come through. You we did like a trade, so you know you 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 show me the ropes, um, and you know um, yeah, show me the settings and 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 all of that, and I can organize uh, passes. Um, you shoot officially and I'll be your assistant just so I can learn, you know, and build up, build up, build up. And then from there gradually build up, built up to the point where, <laughs> where, where then I was, we were shooting, um, uh, like officially, um, for the, for the events uh, as a team and then shooting for blogs and events. And then eventually I became, you know, like the official photographers at the festivals and then everything just, just, um, you know, um, open up from there. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Was it was it love at first shot? You know, like did you pick up the Absolutely. camera and like just like wow, like I, I love this so much. Was it the more the vibe or the feeling of capturing these insane moments, um, or what, what was about it that really pulled you? Yeah, absolutely, exactly what you just said. Um, uh, yes, love at first shot. Yes, catching the you know the vibe and the moments and the energy of the people. So then, okay, so, so since then, you know, I was shooting student events um, and like at Stellenbosch and in Cape Town and festivals all over. Um, and it, it was absolutely about capturing the moments and the energy. And for me, one of the most powerful things about photography is being able to um, capture a snapshot of a moment in time. 
mm. and and I feed off the energy. So as I mentioned, I always wanted to pursue a career in music, so mm. sound engineer. But it was always kind of the goal I wanted to DJ, mm. you know, be on stage. And as photography, even though I didn't necessarily get to pursue that as a career, I still get to experience that from behind the lens. Mm. So now, you know, I've, I've been very fortunate, like the journey that I've had, the, the mentors I've had in this industry have been incredible from photographers to musicians to professional musicians, DJs, um, you know, who, yeah, um, who have been, who were incredible, you know, in, in mentoring me back then. And, and so when now, where I have, I have friends who are headline artists, are international artists, uh, are incredible, you know, um, Kryptonian represent, uh, representatives for, for, for the music industry. And um, sometimes I get called, you know, friends like, hey, you know, I've got an event, come, come shoot my festival or whatever, whatever. And um, I, I feed off that energy, you know, when they're giving off the energy on stage, you know, be it a guitarist or, you know, a saxophone player or a DJ or whatever. Um, that energy they bring off stage, I feed off that, you know, and, and, and capture, try to capture really? that moment and that energy. I, I, I so with like speed blurs, mm, you know, mm, there are different mm, techniques of photography yes. where you can, you, when you can represent yes. that movement. Mm. And specifically like, for example, like, say like speed blurs um, uh, on the camera mm -hmm. or um, like, yeah, time, time lapses uh, oh, yes. as well. Um, but like, I, I used to love when I was starting art, um, <clears throat> I'd, uh, play around with, with speed blurs and the flash. And so um, you, you put the, the camera on um, like a low, a low shutter mm -hmm. uh, and then you use the flash and then as you click um, the shutter, you tilt the camera so that it creates a, a speed blur. And oh, wow. um, it uses the, the lighting, um, oh. you know, like the ambient lighting. Yeah. And um, you almost like you've seen where people take these um, these 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 trail lights shots of cars when they set the tripod up. Oh, I've seen um, those. Yeah. And then um, they yeah. put on a low shot, and you can see the trail yes. lights of the cars. I can see. Them. So I used to do that when I was oh, starting wow. um, uh, with with. With DJs, musicians, um, mm -hmm. you know, guitarists, uh, it works really nicely for yeah, guitarists, DJs. I, so, so yeah. Um, do you do you like for okay as an as a, as like a for me as as a, as a muse or like when I'm creating something like or when I'm performing, there's this dopamine rush that you get. It's 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 a high like you like like you like you can't explain to somebody. Right? Yes. Do you get that same kind of high when you're shooting? Absolutely. Really? Absolutely. I, I don't know yeah. what it's like because you know yeah. I'm not behind the camera. I'm not somebody. To, I just wanted to get your perspective on it. You know, is it the same kind of yeah. feeling? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Wow. For me, like so, for example, um, so yeah, backtrack the student days, and then um, I got into you know shooting like the headline festivals. Um, um, can I ma mention you names can? of this? Sure. Yeah. So, so I just going to ask you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So when I started, <laughs> it was it was the Red Bull events. It was oh. Earth Dance. It was. Um, how did how did you like? Was it just word of mouth? No, no, no. It, it was so because of that that interview I was telling you about on yeah, UCT yeah. Radio. So those 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 promoters and the DJs. So they had connections to Earth Dance Festival. So they just kept recommending um, you to. Certain yeah, things. yeah. So I would I would go and you know, I would I would shoot the event and then and then. Because um, I mean, back then social media wasn't wasn't what it is now. No, not at all. So it I wish it was. Just, yeah. Yes, it was just word of word mouth. Word of mouth. Like, yeah. 
check, check out this guy's work, you know, you'll be great at your yeah. event. And but it's also the, the, the community <clears throat> music industry, as you know, mm. in Cape Town, it's so close-knit and it's, yeah. it's small. So yeah. if you do a good job, you know, for, for someone in the mm. industry, then they'll most likely... You know, refer you if you, you know, you, yeah, if your work is good and, 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 and you're decent. Um, and yeah, so that's how it used to work. It must be referrals, word of mouth, you mm. know, meet people at the festivals from Earth Dance. Mm. Then from there, built up. I, I became um, one of the official photographers at Cape Town Electronic Music Festival, oh, uh, wow. CTEMF. Um, oh. And then I, yeah, I, I got to shoot officially for Rocking the Daisies um, as well for a number of years. And then Ultra, Ultra Music Festival yeah, um, yeah. When, they, when they started out. Wow. Um, and then Ultra, Ultra Festival, I also got an opportunity to shoot Ultra in Bali. Um, and I got to shoot... So they, they yeah. flew out to Bali? Oh, no, no, no. So I was, I was, I was there, I was there um, already on the trip. Yeah. Uh, because I, I had, um, you know, the... the, the um, so I was already shooting for Ultra South Africa at the mm -hmm. time. Um, so I just requested, like, hey, you know, I'm going to be in the country. The festival's happening, and and they 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 referred me, and um, you know, wow. um, and I was able to apply for for pass. So so, so 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 backtracking to what you were saying, for uh, the opportunity, which you know, I'm, I'm so I'm so grateful for, you know, all those incredible festivals, all those incredible promoters, those those artists at the time, you know, for you know. Um, uh, believing in, 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 in me and my ability to be behind the lens and, mm. and be able to capture the events. So backtracking to what mm. you were asking, do I feel that that rush or that yes. that energy on stage? Absolutely, yes. When you know when you're getting to shoot, you know some of the best international artists in in the world, um, and, and some of the you know best uh, local artists in, in in the world as well. We've got such incredible talent here in this country. Absolutely, you know, um, I feed off the energy of the crowd, similar way that you do as yeah. a musician. Do, do, um, do you get yeah. nervous like for taking shots, like being at this event? Let's say it's let's say it's somebody's music you really love. It's an artist, and you're like, oh shit, I'm shooting it at this homies event and yeah. you feel like some kind of pressure like you have to perform you have to like, really get like great shots because you know your reputation on the line and you want this musicians you want this musician which who you love um, yeah. you know you want him or her to be like like blown away by yeah. your work you know do you feel that kind of pressure as well yeah yeah absolutely i mean it, it you know it's only natural human you know to, to have you know a, a little bit of um what's the word uh, like um not 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 anxiousness but um but, like, like basically nerves yeah yeah you know, nerves yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like th that's good actually that's good energy yeah. and yeah whenever i have like a big event i'm shooting like a big festival absolutely you do because you want to you know um provide you know the highest quality work you can you know meet the expectations of the the the, the artist and the promoter or whatever but but then it, it's it's slight, you know. It's it's when you step onto that stage and there's thousands of people in front of you, similar, you know, experience to you know as a musician, you stepping on on the stage with the mic or instrument, you know, in your hands, and there's thousands of people in front of you. You're naturally going to have a little bit of um, nerves, yes. but that's good energy because mm -hmm. it makes you, um, you know. Um, it makes you push, uh, mm. you know, and, and to provide the best possible performance mm. you can, be it yeah. as a music think, or performance behind the camera. I so, think yeah. nerves is still a sign that you care. Yes. You know, yes. you want to still do well. You don't yeah. want to disappoint. You yeah, know? absolutely. So I think it's good. It's healthy to have nerves. You absolutely. Know? You, yeah. you're speaking of Mike, you said you went to Ibiza as well. Yes. You, yeah. What festival did you, did you capture over there? 
Sure, multiple ones. So, so, so just, just, yeah, ones. just, just, I was there for about a month. So just backtracking to, to how I got there and, okay. and, 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 <clears throat> um, what, what I mentioned off, off, off camera. So for, for me, you know, um, in this industry, do you like some water? Oh, yes, yeah. So in this industry, you know, in, in the media industry as, as a whole, um, you know, it, it's very important to okay. So there's, there's there's multiple things, you know, as a as a photographer, as a professional photographer. Um, yes, um, you know, the the talent um, behind the lens, um, and either if you've you know if if you've had you know training behind you know behind that, if, like for example, that you've done a course or or you've just picked it up naturally, um, which uh, which I did, um, you know, there are multiple, you know, multiple factors behind that. So yes, you know, the, the talent and the technical ability behind the camera is, is, is important, you know, yes. um, know your camera well, yes. you know, know your settings, know your capabilities of your camera. But the other side of it is the, is the, um, is also the business side, but then also the other side of it that connects to the business side is that, um, that that um, that hustle, you know, so connected to the business side. And when I'm talking about the hustle, it's talking about that that drive. And you know, taking photos, you know, of people or events, um, uh, it is it is a social thing. Uh, you know, and, and and you need to. Well, for me, you know, growing up, you know, I I I, I grappled a little bit with, um, you know. Um, a fear of public speaking actually mm. uh, I was yeah I was I was a shy kid in school like I hated to get in front of a class to, to speak in public but radio firstly radio you know it 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 made me get on my shell it made forced me to get on my shell and okay. then photography just okay. as well you know it forces you it's a social thing you're interacting with people okay. you know you want to get the best kind of photos out of it and, and you know to be shooting events as well to be social interact with people you know and and, and also brings out that energy okay. and and so i'm the one you know i'm taking a photo of a group of people and, and i'm the one you know you know trying to get the crowd hyped up or you know we I mean, just just interact with people yes. and, and get the energy so for me it, photography um and yeah the radio it helped me so much, you know, uh, growing up because it gave me that opportunity to branch out of my shell, break mm. out of my shell, finally, like after school. And yeah, just, absolutely. Just, I was so introverted at school and then yes. became this, this extrovert, but I didn't expect it. And then, so, so the photography, you know, it forced me to, to, to get out of that and be, become social. So I was shooting an event called, yeah, a CTMF, Cape Town Electronic Festival. Okay, before we, then, get there, yeah. before we get there, I just want to go back. Like, yeah. you were introvert, right, yeah. growing up. What made you decide then, I want to be a, a DJ? You know, because it's definitely an extroverted lifestyle. Because yeah. obviously you're speaking all the time. And yeah. you have guests on to interview them. Yeah. So what, what <laughs> pulls you to the DJ scene? Like, becoming a DJ at Campus Radio Festival. Yeah. Like, what, what, what made... What decision was that? Did somebody ask you to be the DJ? Did you just say, I want to do this because I want to step out of my shell? Or what, what else pulled you to it? Yeah, at the, at the time, at the time, you know, I had, I had friends who were DJs. Okay. I had friends who were professional DJs who were DJs on radio on campus. So okay. it was through a friend who was a uh, campus radio DJ at UCT already. And it was also through friends 
who who were on air. Um, and growing up, you know, I had a had a passion for radio. You know, I absolutely loved loved that creative medium of of how you you know you can you can get music across to people, but you know, in an entertaining way. And for me, music I think is such a powerful medium. You know, um, so so yeah, it was it was friends, me that friends influence to encourage you to say. Why don't you be a DJ as well? Or? Yeah, yeah. So I had one friend at UCT and, and uh, I saw what he did. I went to go and shadow him and, and then I asked him, like, how do I sign up? And he gave me the info and cool. I did. And I did a training program okay. for like a summer training program. And then the next year I was on, on campus radio. Yeah. Okay, cool. Back to Cape Town yeah, yeah. Electronic Festival. Yes, yes. So, so, so the, turning I, point, I yeah. the, the turning point, yeah. The turning point. So this is one of the turning points in, okay. in my career, which I was so, so thankful for. So when I was talking about how that, you know, as, as, a, as a photographer, um, you know, a, a key factor, which is an important factor, I feel is the ability, you know, to be social, you know? Mm. Um, and obviously not everyone is, you know, uh, you know, um, not everyone has, you know, strengths in, in um, you know, in, you know, in, in being, you know, being social. And it doesn't come easy for a lot of people. Yes. And it didn't for me, you know. True. So as I said, it took me a while. But, but then once I found that, I was like, wow, okay, you know, I actually enjoy being, you know, I, I enjoy, you know, um, you know, being on radio and, you know, and, and talking. And for, for the first time, one of the first times in my life, actually, honestly, I had that outlet wow. to be, you know, expressive, expressive, expressive outlet. Yeah. And, and being out at festivals when you're in such a social environment, mm. having that expressive outlet, when you're interacting with people, when you're chatting to people and mm. you're taking photos and then you get hyped by the energy of the people. Mm. You get hyped by the energy of the artists. And um, so when I'm at these events, I love to interact with people. And for example, like photographers, I love to, you know, just chat. Um, you know, with with the photographers and like geek out about the cameras. You know, like, hey, bro, you got a cool lens, right? you got a nice camera. You know, like uh, as I walked in, I was like, hey, you got a nice camera, you got nice lighting. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And um, like, I, I love to do that. You know, I love to interact. And, like, hey, you know, like, give me some tips about your camera or you know about mm. your lens, whatever. And I did exactly that. And I struck up a conversation with a guy next to me who was shooting at the same time, and uh, we were we 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 hit it off and we were talking about cameras, or whatever. And yeah, then, yeah. And, and then we found out that uh, and I found and I asked him like, hey, so what do you do?" And he was like, "Hey, um, you know, I'm I'm a photographer and, and I'm managing a uh, event media website in Ibiza in Spain." Wow. And I was like, "What? No ways! <laughs> like that's always been a, a dream of mine since yeah. I was a kid, you know, in in high school listening to radio. You know, I, I always want that was always one of the big goals of mine. But I never knew, you know, how that would." that would come about um, and I uh, yeah so anyway um, I found out that he, he was managing a website in Abita and um, we exchanged details and um, we were like yeah let's you know let's chat um, and then a year later um, um, so a year had passed by that time and we had followed each other on, on social media um, and then that exact year later i bumped into that same guy no way the same guy at at um the same festival Whoa. and um i was like hey what are you doing here i thought you were in spain uh he was like yeah i was i just came back um and i'm renewing my my, my visa okay uh, and there's but hey there's opportunity you know looking for photographers 
um, would you be interested? And I was like, what? No way. So, <laughs> you know, that's an absolute dream, you know, for me. And but then, you know, you know how, you know, sometimes people people talk. Yeah, they guess you up. And... Uh, but no, not this guy. Uh, but so anyway, so in the back of my mind, I was like, oh, OK, you know, you know, you know, you know, sometimes, I'll, you know, yeah, people people talk and they're like, yeah, yeah, I'll email you, I'll get back to mm. you. And then they never do. And then um, the the following following week, he did. He got back to me, sent me the details. I applied, um, you know, for the yeah to to, to go shoot um, um, over in, in Spain. Um, uh, and then um, six months later, I was on. I found myself on the island in Ibiza, you know, getting to shoot for some of the biggest artists wow. um, festivals in the world. You know, wow. a brown boy from Cape Town, you know, dreaming wow. since he was. 16, 17 years old to be on that island, wow. you know, and I had that opportunity and they get to shoot for, um, like, just to give you context of, of the yes. scale of events, am I able to mention names? Sure, uh, yeah, sure, sure. Oh, it, was, it was such an incredible um, turning point in my career, mm. you know, being, you know, being able to have that opportunity firstly. Mm. Uh, and like you said, a brown kid yeah. in yeah. Spain yeah. shooting for these big events. Yeah. It's crazy. So yeah, I mean, and and all thanks to um, you know one one of my one of my um, you know mentors, uh, huge mentors in the photography, and and now you know I'm thankful to say one of my um, good friends. Uh, shout out to Julius Julius Euster. Julius Euster, shout out, shout out to Julius Euster. So Julius was that photographer that you know. Um, I was chatting to at that festival, and I said we we just struck up a conversation. Mm. We, we we headed off about photography, and it turned out that he was managing an event website in Spain, Ibiza, and he was like, "Yeah," as I mentioned, "Hey, come over," and then six months later, I found myself um, shooting in in one of the biggest you know music capitals of the world, mm. um, getting to shoot for the likes of um, um, very fortunate I got to shoot for the likes of. Um, at an event um, club space and Carl Cox, um, legendary uh, techno DJ, uh, Carl Cox wow. was a headliner. Uh, at that time, I got to shoot um, so an event, Fat, Fat Boy Slim. No was, ways, yeah. yo! Yeah. Is he still making music? He's still around. Yes, right? he is. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so it was like guys like guys Slim. like um, uh, yeah, Carl Cox, uh, Fat Boy Slim. Um, what are those festivals was, like? Like the vibe, the atmosphere? Because you always hear these stories, you see these YouTube videos about the festivals on those beaches. But like, what is it like? Like, I want to hear from some. It's incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? it's absolutely incredible. So yeah, getting to shoot at. Okay, so firstly, the events and the scale of the events are massive. And the women, bro, come on. Oh, unbelievable! <laughs> come <laughs> on, bro. Unbelievable. <laughs> Gotta keep on hundred in the streets, bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. yeah. And so, so like, just to give a context of how how life is on that island, mm. it's a different world, man. Like, Please people discuss. only start going out. People only start going out for dinner at like nine, ten o'clock. Wow. The sun only sets at about nine. Wow. Nine around there, like nine thirty. People only start going dinner for nine, ten o'clock. In uh, you know, like picture Camp Space Strip, mm -hmm. but then the entire kind of island is like that vibe, like wow. Camp Space Miami kind of mm. vibe, um, and. Uh, events, people only start going out to events at like 11 o'clock midnight. The headline acts only started about like around about like 1, 2 o'clock mm. until about like 5 a.m. Wow. Um, and so, 
yeah, can you shoot for uh, can you shoot at events? Uh, guys headlining like Carl Cox and Fat Boy Slim, um, Afrojack, um, uh, Paul Oakenfall, uh, and that en the energy there. It's 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 not like anything. Yeah, it's it's you know it's not like anything else in the world. Like mm. that's one of the hubs, you know, major hubs for electronic music. Yes. And just the yeah, just just the energy there is is incredible, and it's such a incredibly beautiful island as well. Mm. If you if you haven't um, you know uh, uh, have an idea of of a beach island, just Google and, and you'll yes. see some most incredible uh, beaches. You know, very Mediterranean. Um, you know, the yes. theme. You know, it's gorgeous turquoise waters and mountains and. Mm. It's, this, it's such an amazing energy on this on that island. Yeah. yeah. Sure, man. Yeah. I've always heard these stories about. Uh, yeah, but it would be nice to go one day just to check it out, just to yeah. see if the if the myths are true. You know, <laughs> the, if it's an urban if the urban legend is actually accurate. Yeah. But I'm sure it is. Just just by hearing those stories and yeah. you confirming what I've seen on YouTube and you know mm. pictures and you know all these. Everyone has these great stories about the yeah. you know. So yeah, absolutely um, incredible time for me. It was, um, yeah, it was, it was, it, it was amazing. Uh, just as I said, like you know, growing was, up, dreaming, dreaming, you know, about. Firstly, you know, like hey, one day I would love to, to, to you know, mm. to be there, and and so yeah, backtracks, you know, uh, before. Your yeah. parents, what does your parents say when they're doing all these events, you know? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, at, at first, you know, uh, old, old school old school parents, um, at first, um, you know, they didn't obviously quite understand, you know, the industry. But then when they saw my passion, you know, and, and the love that I have for, for firstly, photography and, um, you know, and then when I was able to, you know, start earning from it, they were full, full support and okay. family full support uh, to this day. But yeah, just also backtracking before, you know, I had this encounter with this photographer. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I always had this dream, you know, to, to, to visit Ibiza, but I didn't quite know how as, as a kid. And then at the, at the time I was working for a photography studio, you know, mm -hmm. I, was, I was like a trainee photographer. And, and that was also, you know, amazing opportunity. You know, I was training in, in um, everything from studio lighting to, um, you know, setting up shoots for, for clients. And anyway, so, so, so while, while in, in between work, while my lunch break, you, you know what I was doing? Um, I, was, I was compiling a, a database, a list of, um, a list of um, contacts in Ibiza. Oh, wow. A list of, um, I, so I would do a Google search and I would find all the photography, like companies, all the studios, all the events, wow. companies, and I put together like a, a um, Excel spreadsheet. Yeah. And then during my lunch break, I would email them and they were like, hey, I'm a photographer from Cape oh, Town. You know, I'm interested in coming up in, in the summer. <clears throat> Please let me know the opportunities I would, I would love to build up to come over. And, okay, and, and this, is, this is like, um, this was like a couple months or like a year before, you know, I had that, that encounter with that photographer who was able to, you know, take me to Ibiza. Mm -hmm. And um, so, yeah, I'm sitting on my lunch break, emailing, emailing. Um, I, I must have sent like maybe a hundred emails. Wow. And I, of those hundred emails, I got one back. 
Wow. It was from like a wedding, a wedding photography company, uh -huh. or something. and they were like, "Hi, like thanks for your email. Um, you know, we are currently you know full up on photographers, but we'll get back to you. We'll keep your information on database. Okay. Uh, as the time arises, we'll get back to you. You know, you know that yes. that yeah, typical yeah, email. Yeah. yeah. So I was a little bit deflated at the time. I was mm -hmm. like, oh, you know, it's probably never gonna happen. Mm -hmm. You know, I tried, but I still had that." You know like, that fuck weddings anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to shoot the music. I want to shoot bodies, yo. Fuck this wedding broke. <laughs> yeah. So in the, in the back of my mind, I was a little bit deflated, but yeah. I was like, you know, I still have that dream, and I don't know how it's gonna happen, mm -hmm. but I, I'm, you know, I'm still gonna push for it. Yeah. And then a year later, I was at the festival. I met this, you know, um, um, I was very lucky at the time. You know, I got to meet. Um, yeah, Julius at the time. He shout out again to Julius. Shout out to Julius. <laughs> Changes man's life. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. In terms of you know yes. the events and the music music um, you know world for me um, and yeah you know that's just but, an example for me of, of 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 having a dream you know since I was a kid and um, you know like not sure even how it was even possible. Mm. Not sure even you know. Is that even attainable? Yes. But I still had that idea in the back of my mind and it never went away. Mm. And I don't know if it's by chance or, you know, the universe or higher power mm. or... But a year later, as I said, after sending those 100 emails, mm. I bump into, you know, someone who, you know, had, you know, those connections on exactly. the island and was able to, you know, give me that platform. Yes. And just by <clears throat> me being social, again, going back to, yeah. I was introverted, I was yes. a shy kid. But being forced because of the cameras, not being forced, but, you know, being social at events because it's a social environment. You know, if you're just going to sit back and be against the wall or in the background and just take some photos and then go back to the wall or the background yeah. and not interacting, then, uh, you know, for me personally, I feel, um, you know, every, obviously everyone's different. Everyone has different personalities. For, for me, um, I feel like in that environment, you know, be social, you know, yes. get out there, put yourself out there and you never know just what the, opportunities will arise from there. And absolutely. for me, I'm very thankful for those just opportunities. The, yeah. Just a message to these kids in the streets, like networking, like network increases your net worth. Absolutely. Networking is key, so guys. Networking you is key. have yeah. to communicate, you have to be social, you have to connect with people at events. And just a shout out to you for sending those 100, 100 emails, you know, yeah. I mean, it still takes a lot of work to co to compile that list to send it not knowing if you were going to get the response you know that just shows dedication that shows your drive to get to this goal you know and the and and because and i th honestly think if we didn't send those emails you might have not bumped bumped into your your homie and mentor now yeah. but because you put that into the universe you know it might not have, not, not have happened in, 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 in <clears throat> when you wanted it, yeah. but it did come around, you know, yeah. because you put that out in the universe. So. Yeah, I think so, you know, it's all about putting positive energy, energy out there, yes. no matter what you do, no matter what field you're in. Yes. You know, have a, yeah, yeah, and uh, like I think there's a message to, to, to everyone out there is that, you know, have a, have a goal, mm. you know, of what you want to do, what you want to achieve in life. You know, put that positive energy out there. Yeah. You know, you may not achieve it immediately. Yeah. You know, a lot of things take time to build yeah. up. But have that that goal and have yeah. you know, and don't think that it's unattainable. Yeah. It doesn't matter where you come from. Doesn't exactly. matter where you, where in the city, where in Cape Town, yeah. where in the world you are from, where you grow yeah. up. Obviously, you know, um, like it, it's possible. But the yeah. first step um, is to have that goal. Yes. Have that 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 um, 
you know, that goal to, to work towards. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, and the yeah. worst thing that can happen is they say no. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, you're not going to lose anything by just a no. At yeah. least you, you reached out and you asked that question. You, were, yeah. you put yourself in that position. Yes. <laughs> Can't really say vulnerable because yeah. I mean, I mean, you can send the same email to everyone, you know, yeah. copy and paste kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But the fact that people are scared of rejection, of a no. I mean, you have to get used to the fact of rejection. You have to, you have to basically harden yourself. To Absolutely. It, right? And the more you do it, Absolutely. The more you do it, the more you're gonna get used to it. No, ah, oh, it's okay. Next one. Ah, oh, mm. it's okay. Next yeah. one. Next one. Next one. So you don't feel deflated by it. That person might not see your value at the time. Yes. And the and the moment you start. Yes blowing up on your own that yeah. person might come around and say yo uh, remember yeah. me you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> you said a key thing you said value mm. the main thing is also knowing your value with yes. yourself and and in this industry as you're saying this industry hardens you it's cutthroat mm. it is it's not an easy industry it is it, you know the music entertainment film industry it's tough mm. it, it 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 you know but these those opportunities you know grow you as an individual. Oh yeah, it for sure. Makes gives you a thick skin and it, it actually works to your, your advantage when you can put yourself in that mindset and think that, hey, you know, I'm not gonna be deflated by that. Exactly. You know, by knocking on those doors, sending those hundred emails, mm. um, and not getting a response immediately. Mm. But those hundred emails might turn into one. Exactly. You know, I those mean, knocking I, on the doors I, might turn into one door that opened and for me I'm very thankful that yes. I've had opportunity you know, for doors to have open mm. and for mentors, you know, to have, have that belief in me and yeah. Absolutely. I, I remember back in the day when internet and social media wasn't what it like is now. I remember like physically going to radio stations, like physically going to studios and record companies and physically like actually going there not sending emails and stuff yes. physically going there yes. that's a different kind of rejection you know because now you see an email it's like yeah. ah you know but now you're in front of somebody yeah. so that thickens you even more you Absolutely. know what I mean so yeah and I mean that, that, that was amazing you know that you you physically went there you had a goal in mind as I was saying yeah. and 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 you, you you physically you know made that decision to to get up that morning or that day to go to that station, mm -hmm. you know, put yourself, make yourself vulnerable, you know, and, and, and go and push for, you mm -hmm. know, that goal that you wanted to achieve. And, um, yeah, also, you know, just off topic, just wanted to say, you know, huge, huge big ups and, and respect to you for your, for your drive, your hustle. You know, what do you mean, bro? I'm, I'm just out here in the streets, bro. No, 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 no. This <laughs> no, man over here. Just watch this man over here, guys. No, watch bro. this man over here. Multi-talented. Like, just... <laughs> we met on a film festival, you know. Yeah, um, we did. Yeah. No, no, actually before that, it was... We went on the film set. Yes, yeah. clown, clown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Clown, yeah. 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 And, um, you know, not to mention, you know, this man over here won an award for... Nah, you know, act, bro, come best on, actor come the on, festival. no. So, so, no, 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 I'm just saying, I'm just saying... That was Photoshop, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that was Photoshop. I'm just saying, I'm mm. just saying, you know, I, you know, can, can feed off that, that energy. And any creative, you know, I've got immense respect for any creative in this industry, mm, you know. Because as we, we were talking about, it's a tough industry, it you is, know. And, um... Uh, but the main thing is you saying having that belief within yourself. You know, maybe someone doesn't. And you know, you try to knock on those doors. You're trying to make those yes. bottles left to yourself. But yes. people maybe not won't immediately. You know, recognize your mm. your worth. Mm. You know, or your value. But as long as you do, 
exactly. and you try you know push and make those avenues for yourself yeah. and that's what i was saying i just I, I respect your hustle and your drive and you know what you've I achieved in your career that. as well Thank so you. yeah Thank you, and this whole podcast and well you know giving giving creatives and people up you know these platforms opportunities to express and share and hopefully these messages can inspire you know yeah hopefully I, inspire I, um, someone I, else who you know um, i hope that can, i hope people see this and somebody yeah. that might need to hear this message or hear that somebody else also was in that position and they got over it, they overcame the obstacles and now mm. they're doing what they set their mind to yeah. back when they were kids, yeah. you know. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I hope really somebody sees it and takes it and they oh shit, this is possible and yeah. they run with it. You Absolutely. Know? Absolutely. So, because you're talking about as, uh, you know, as, as, as kids, so like as adults, you know, um, we sometimes get, you know, so, you know, uh, some, you know, so, so obviously consumed by every day and we sometimes lose sight. Mm. Uh, we, we sometimes not lose sight or some maybe like forget that, 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 you know, childhood like um, energy and that mm. spark. You know, when you're a kid, you feel mm. like, the, you know, it, nothing's impossible. You exactly. feel you can take on the world. You, yes. can, you know, you know what I mean? Mm. And as adults, sometimes we lose sight of that. Mm. Sometimes, you know, we maybe we get, you know, this world, obviously, it's a tough place. Yeah. And as adults, you know, sometimes we, we lose sight of that and we think, oh, okay, you know, it's, it's too late for me to, mm. to, to achieve this I goal that I always wanted to in my life. No, I I, think I'll never be able to mm. right now. But I think it's important for adults to, to realize as well, you know. Yeah. Don't forget that 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 childlike, not childlike, but you know that that childlike, um, you know, uh, energy and that yeah. spark and that drive. Yeah, I was thinking the other day, you know, like, those dreams that you had as a child, like now you're growing up and you forget about them, like. You owe you owe it to that five year old, seven year old, yeah. ten year ten year old version of yourself to to go for it, you know? Because yeah. I mean, like, and a lot of the times when you grow up, you have this dream in mind, and then the fucked up thing is, the more you tell people about it, the more they demotivate you, the more they tell you it's not possible, the more they discourage you mm -hmm. from not making it possible, and that's where a lot of people lose sight. They don't. They don't use that as fuel to say, I'm going to show you. Instead mm. of they say, ah, okay, maybe they're right. And a lot of the times it's coming from somebody that they trust, like a loved one or a family member. And then they believe this family member because, or they believe this person is close to them because they, 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 they believe that this person has my best interest at heart. And then they just forget about those dreams and then they go and do something that they don't enjoy and they and they go completely off yeah. the path. So it's it's tough, you know. <clears throat> Some people react to negativity differently. Some people now use it as fuel. So it's yeah. It, it, I think it depends on the individual itself. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's it's hard to shake off those negative those negative yeah. thoughts and comments from people, the haters. <laughs> just yeah. speak, you know. No, I mean absolutely. But as I mentioned, you know, as long as you still tune into your your core you know yes, of, of what lights your fire within mm, yourself your spark mm. you know and no one else knows it but yourself exactly so as long as you can still do that then absolutely go for you know what you know whatever goal a dream that you had you know maybe as as a kid you know growing up mm. and like obviously you know it's easier said than done you know yes. everyone has 
you know, you know, you know, different, um, you know, circumstances in life, and mm. maybe it, it, it's not, it's not possible, you know, for you know, for certain things at certain points in your life. But I, I feel that you know, as long as you still, you know, can, if you have a dream or yeah, if you want to achieve something, you know, try to tap into that, mm. that spark in the drive, mm. because that's there for a reason. Yes, that spark, you know, for that's, me for photography and creating given, visuals. Bro. Yeah, that's if the, you if the you have, the gave that to you. Absolutely. For example, know. if you have a spark for 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 music. Mm. Uh, I know so many, so many like, like friends, or they have amazing voices, mm. but then they, but they're so shy to you know express that yeah. in public. And I know so many or, people like that. Yeah, or like, you know they're so talented at <clears throat> like an instrument, and, but then they yeah. maybe they you know you know shy to express mm. that. And what I'm and trying to say so many is, people yeah. just sleep on themselves. You yeah, know? they've got everything. Yeah, but they just don't want to take that step. Yeah. Yeah. It's about taking those steps and you know and being yeah. put, uh, putting uh, being vulnerable. Yeah. Because everything you do, yes. you put out there. Whether it's photography, your your yes. work in photography, your music, whether it's podcasting, whether yeah. it's acting or film directing yeah. or whatever that you put out into the world, you mm. you, you it's a sense of vulnerability because you're showing Absolutely. your work, you're showing yeah. a lot of stuff is you do yeah. as personal, it comes Absolutely. from a personal place, and then mm. you're scared people are gonna laugh at this experience that you went through that yeah. almost broke you, you know, yeah. you lost a loved one, or yeah. maybe it's a breakup, or yeah. you went yeah. through a divorce, or whatever the case may be, and you're putting yourself out there, and you're sharing this raw emotion yeah. to the world, and then you're scared somebody's gonna shit on you and laugh at you, and so you gotta take that step and just be vulnerable at yeah. times, you know? Yeah, and uh, absolutely, you know, I completely agree with that, Look, but, but the powerful thing is that when you take those steps, when you put yourself out there, into the world um, and you can be amazed of you know what what comes next you know um, you, you can be amazed of you know um, so for example you know the people out there resonate with with Absolutely. you know what you were going through or what you want to do and, mm. and the support and you were talking about maybe some people have an amazing talent mm. for music have an amazing voice um, you know, matter no matter what it is, but maybe they're a little bit scared to mm. be vulnerable and put themselves. Out. But um, you know, the amazing thing is where, whereby um, once you put yourself out there, you may find that there are people around you who resonate what you're doing and all that support and mentors yes. for you to help you build yes. up in life. You know, uh, <clears throat> it's it's important. You know, to to to. Um, you know, yeah, connect with people, put yourself mm. out there, network, and, and you never know, you know, who resonates with, with exactly. you know, with um, your talent. And, yeah. and, and for me, I'm, I'm really thankful, and I'm so thankful for, you know, as I mentioned, the, the, the people who, and the mentors who, you know, believed in my ability. Mm. And, you know, I wouldn't be here to this day without the belief, firstly, from my family, from mm. my friends, from mentors, you know, colleagues in the industry. I'm super thankful for, you know, every, Every single one who saw that belief, uh, you know, um, in in my work, uh, and um, yeah, um, oh yeah. But also on that note of of Abitha, uh, the story ain't finished yet. Okay, okay. Wait, but wait, there's more. <laughs> but wait, there's it more. Gets better. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so so then going back to to the island. Yes. Yeah. So. Um, Okay, wait, so it's a backtrack. Okay, let's backtrack like uh, a month mm -hmm. before the island. Like, yeah. 
Um, so I'm getting ready, um, you know, to, to go on the strip, <clears throat> you know, thankfully all well, visas and everything was in place, you know, everything was aligning up to it. Schengen. A Schengen, a normal Schengen. Normal Schengen. Okay, so you don't have to go for a working <clears throat> visa or anything? Um, well, so at the, at the time, um, at the time, no. I'm um, not immigration though. Yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not trying to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. yeah, no, it was yeah. on a normal. It was a nom on a normal uh, Schengen at, okay. at, at the time. Okay. Um, so, um, yeah. So everything was 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 lining up um, for the trip, and then I I had an uncle um, at the time. He was he was like, hey, I believe you're going to Spain. Um, there's opportunities. Um, well, he was like, "Hey, there are football games happening at the time. There's mm. soccer games happening at the time." And I was, I was like, "Okay, I'll look into it." And then I found out while I was there, there was a Barcelona um, match uh, nice. at um, Camp Nou um, yes. in Barcelona. Yes. You know, one of the Famous most iconic stadiums stadium. yes. in, in the world. And um, I, I was like, "Okay, you know, let me look into it." Uh, I went online, I saw there was a game, um, and I went onto the Barcelona website. I went to go look for, for the media accreditation um, applications, <clears throat> got the details. And at the time, so I was um, a photojournalist um, at that time. I was a photojournalist uh, trainee. Um, so I had a little bit of experience in shooting sports, and so I applied. And also, similar situation. Um, you know, thinking like, hey, you know, this might be unattainable. This might even be impossible, but I'm going to give it a shot. So what I did was like, okay, I'm going to be in, I'm going to be in Spain anyway, uh, around that time. Um, let me uh, email Barcelona Football Club and be like, hey, I'm a photographer from Cape Town. You know, um, I will be in, um, in Spain during the time of the game. I, um, you know, uh, I'm a sports photographer and I would love to capture your, your matches. So thankfully at the time, you know, I already had, um, I already had uh, a training at um, one of the, the top newspapers in, in, in Cape Town. And I was able to get a, um, you know, a, a referral letter, uh, a press letter to apply for my application. Okay. And so I applied anyway. So then fast forward now, four weeks later, I'm, I'm on the island, I'm in Spain. And um, by that time, I hadn't received any feedback, any word back um, from uh, Barcelona Football, Football Club. And I was at, at the time, I had two days uh, before I was supposed to fly from Ibiza to Barcelona. And I was like, okay, wow. Sure, it doesn't look like I'm, I'm going to get in. I haven't heard any feedback from them. Uh, I checked my emails. I didn't see anything. And then in the back of my mind, I was like, hey, like, while I'm here, uh, I've got a, a Spanish uh, cell phone number. Let me just give them a call. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> let, let me just give them a call. So then I'm on the website? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I... I, I picked up the phone, I dialed the number, and also in the back of my mind, I was like, ah, they're probably not going to pick mm. up. Ah, I'm probably not going to get through. Yes. But I was like, you know what? I'm here. This is the moment now. I didn't get an email, but I'm still going to follow up. I'm mm. going to call. You know, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to make this work. I'm yeah. going to make this happen. Um, and I picked up the phone, I called, and uh, I was like, hey, you know, I, I, 
um, I was like, hi, I, I'm a photographer from Cape Town. I emailed you um, about a few weeks ago. I'm on the island. I'm just following up if you had received my request to shoot. I'm not sure if it might be too late now. And they were like, oh, yeah, hi, Mr. Mutala. Um, we, we, we did receive your request. It's been approved. Didn't you receive it? I was wow. like, what? N no, I didn't receive it. They were like, <laughs> wow. check your spam folder. And lo and behold, I checked my spam folder and the media accreditation wow. wasn't there. No fucking way, fucking spam. Yeah. <laughs> Dad, yeah. Gmail. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so, so basically, the, the, the point I'm trying to get across is that, you know, I thought it, it was um, you know, that goal, that dream to go sh shoot Barcelona football team, you know, one of the biggest football teams in the world. Yes. At one of the biggest football stadiums mm. in the world. At the time, you know, I thought it was unattainable. Mm. I thought it was impossible. But then I was like, hey, wait, let me apply. Yes. Then I applied. I didn't hear back from them. And I, then I was like, okay, but it's probably not going to happen. But then I was like, hey, wait. Let me pick up wait, phone. I'm going to give one more shot. Yeah. I'm going to give one more shot. And, and I did. And I called them. And in, uh, it just turned out it was in my spam folder all this time. All this fucking time. Fucking yeah. spam. And then, I, I was, yeah. you know, I was going to ask you, like, yeah. did you check your spam folder? Yeah. I was going to ask you, like, <laughs> before you brought up that story when you phoned them, I was yeah. going to ask you, did you check your spam folder? Yeah. <laughs> So shout out to Barcelona <laughs> football team, you know. Sh shout out to Barca. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for that opportunity. Uh, absolutely, you know, love yeah. FC, FC Barca. And at the time, it was the era for Barca. Right. So, so, so that was the era. That was the, the golden era. Well, I feel, well, well, the, you know, for Barcelona football team, either likes of Lionel Messi, likes of Neymar, Neymar Jr., oh, Neymar, uh, yeah. Suarez as well oh, wow. in that team. So what year this was, was this? 2015. Oh, okay, yeah. got this you. This was 2015. Just after the World Cup. Yeah. Got you. So, so, so then, yeah, backtrack. Um, you know, uh, I yeah found out that the accreditation was in my spam folder, Jeez. and um, when okay, yeah, so so when I was on that call, when I was on that phone uh, to um, you know the Barcelona um, you know um, press or the, or the media um, department, and they told me and they said um, their words were. Yeah, I must tell you, we got your, your application, it's been approved. I nearly fell off my chair. Really? I was in such shock, I couldn't wow. believe it. And then anyway, so I got ready, I flew out, wow. I think it was the next day or two days later. Wow. I went to, um, yeah, flew, flew straight to Barcelona. What an incredible, incredible beautiful city, like, wow. on my word. Like, like Cape Town, like, for me, I, personally, one of the other cities in the world that I absolutely love with the passion mm -hmm. is my home city. And, and Barcelona. Barcelona. It's got a similar, it got wow. a similar feel. Actually. Really, it's, it's got a, you know, it's got this, um, you know, it's by the by the coast. Mm. It's got that, you mm. know, that that coastal feel, mm. but it's also got a Cape Town feel. I can't really? can't really describe it. I'll just say if I, you have opportunity to go mm. go, it, it it's got that Cape Town feel. Um, I, I I get that feeling yeah. from when I was in Rio. Yeah. Rio felt like home. Yes. I was like, this is Cape Town, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow. Rio is also actually one Rio. of my dream destinations. I've dude, always wanted dude, to you go. you have to go. You know, I'm putting you out there in the universe. That's like, you know? yeah. that's like if I have to move somewhere else, it, it would be it. Like yeah. Rio, like that vibe yeah. there, the people, the yeah. beaches, the mountain. They love us. They hear some, you're from South Africa. They're like, wow, South yeah, Africa. Yeah. Like, it's amazing. Yeah. It's beautiful. So I felt similar in, in Barcelona. Mm. I felt at home in that city. Such a vibrant city, like in our city. It, it, it's got such an energy, you know. It, um, like, it's a hub for music and art and mm. culture, you know, like our city as well. So, so anyway, so now I'm, I'm in Barcelona now, and I... Um, 
uh, I'm on my way to the stadium, and um, yeah, was, this is you solo. No, no. So, so, uh, so I was gonna say, you know, as a shout out to to homies over there. You know, I had had some some, some friends, a uh, African friend who was um, I met here, and, and he was working in Barcelona, and, okay, and cool. then I met um, through him some other other friends, and so yeah, I had a I had a I had a support base, I had a friends and a crew there. And, and um, they showed me around, and that was absolutely incredible. And so I'm on my way to the stadium now. And, and as I walked into that stadium, I got my accreditation. I walked through, I walked through the gates into onto that like sure. field area, oh, and I was like, wow. 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 And I said a little prayer, you know. Oh, yes. I, you know, I said thanks to God. I said, Alhamdulillah. Yes. Uh, you know, in Arabic means um, mm -hmm. all praise to, to God. And the first thing I did is I picked up my phone. I called my dad. <laughs> I called my dad. I was like, Dad. Um, yeah, uh, I just made it into the stadium back home. No, no, but back then you couldn't video call, right? No, you okay, couldn't video okay, call. Okay. I, I'm not sure if you could. I don't think I don't, so, yeah, no. Yeah, it was, it was early no, 2015. Yeah. No, I think 2015. I don't, don't know. know. I don't know. No, I don't, no, I don't think so. So I, yeah, I called my dad the first thing yeah. I did. I was like, Dad, I just... I, just, I, I made it! I'm here. I'm, I'm here in Barcelona. Daddy, I made it! Yeah. <laughs> and so, yes. yeah, so it was incredible. Like, I got a, you know, I got a I got official... Um, uh, you know, press accreditation, mm, yes. like on, 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 basically on the field, like where the training grounds are. Wow. Like I'm here, and Messi's um, warming up in front of me, Holy and then shit. and then we go to the the dugout where all the press are. So I had my my camera, my tripod, my lenses, setting up, and then wait, um, did, okay, you obviously had to bring your own equipment, right? Um, so I brought my camera, but then I, I rented a lens, a lenses, oh, like you know, in, the in telephoto Boston. lens, yeah, in Boston. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And um, that stadium is absolutely. Because obviously, because when I watch those matches, those guys have those massive. Lenses. Yeah, yeah. I had to rent one like, of those. Yeah. Those lenses are bigger than me. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like I rented, yeah, one of those wow. zoom lenses. And um, how much did those cost? I just want. I'm just curious. How much did those cost? Like retail? Yeah. No, like like to okay to rent. How much is one of those to rent? Actually, I can't remember now, but I mean, those lenses, it's like anything from like, like a hundred, a hundred thousand rand. Like some of those retail, yeah. Fuck. Yeah, a hundred thousand rand, a hundred fifty thousand rand for those lenses. Yeah, yeah. So now, so I'm in the stadium. I'm sitting up, you know, and then the game starts, and your that atmosphere of that crowd, like one of the most passionate, loyal fans in the world, Barcelona fans. I was right there in the dugout where the fan area is. Who were they playing? Um, so? Who were they playing? Oh, they were playing uh, Levante. Levante. Levante, okay. Yeah. yeah. So in the, in the Spanish league, yeah. mm -hmm. um, La Liga. La Liga. And um, so, okay, so I'm shooting and uh, the energy is electric and, um, you know, it was a home game and the fans, I was right by the dugout, I was right by the fan area and then you've got hundreds and thousands of fans right in front of you with wow. these massive, like, like, drums and instruments and... Um, and they have their flags and they, you know, they're singing and they're mm. chanting the, you know, the team songs and oh, it was absolutely incredible. And then the one moment I have to mention, yeah, the one moment I have to mention was, okay, so now I think it's the <clears> second <throat> half of the game. Mm -hmm. um, uh, someone, yeah, one of the Levante players fouled Messi mm. and um, there was a penalty uh, right in the box. They fouled him and there was a, a penalty. And so Messi's lining up to take his penalty kick. And um, the energy of that crowd is so electric, it sounds, sounds like thunder. Wow. So like thunder in that crowd. Wow. And okay, so now I'm getting ready to line up for that shot. I'm right in front of the, the you know, just before the, the goal, um, yeah, the goal box. And um, you know what happened? The energy was so electric mm -hmm. that my finger slipped off the shutter. 
because um, I missed, uh, yeah, actually, so he was about to take that shot. And then the crowd, um, you know, the thunder in that crowd was so electric. They sounded like thunder that I missed that shot. My finger, I was just about to take the shot. I was like, my finger slipped off it because it was, it was so loud. Yeah. And that energy was, was so massive. So, but anyway, thank goodness, there was another foul and there was another wow. penalty. And he had two penalties a day and I got the second shot. That's amazing. Um, so, That's crazy. yeah, um, that was an incredible wow. turning point for me in my career. Mm. I'm so thank thankful for that opportunity. And um, yeah, just back, backtracking to, you know, what I thought would be impossible and attainable as a brown kid from Cape Town, mm. um, uh, you know, being able to shoot you know, some of the biggest football players in the world, like yeah. Messi, Neymar, Suarez, crazy. in That's one amazing. of the biggest hubs of football in the world. That's so, truly amazing. Yeah. So how do you go from still, still pictures to motion pictures, you know? Like, yeah. How did that transition happen? Yeah. So it, it, I dabbled with it, um, you know, back in varsity, um, a little bit of varsity days as well. You know, um, my cousin, the cousin, my, um, he... At the time, we were studying at, at UCT at around the same time. We actually did a, a radio show together for, um, for, for a little bit. Uh, and he was studying film directing. He was studying, um, oh, wow. so yeah, he was studying film media and he specialized in directing. And so sh shout out to Raul, Raul Dash. Shout out to Raul. Yeah. Um, so yeah, also a big, big um, mentor to me, you know, especially then. Um, he gave me one of my first opportunities, like on student films, you know, uh, coming on set and assisting, um, you know, seeing how the, the camera setup works and the lighting and all of that. And I actually even got to be an extra in acting in one of his student films. Oh, wow. and, yeah, one or two. And so, so um, from there, yeah, I said uh, the, the, the film, the film um, kind of spark, it, it was around the same time as the, you know, the UCT radio and, and the radio. Um, uh, you know, passion for the radio, which turned into photography. But then because I was studying, you know, um, advertising and branding, uh, I was drawn to the visual side as well. But, you know, it's all interconnected, you know, mm -hmm. advertising, branding, marketing, you know, um, it's connected to form as well. Mm -hmm. You know, there's the creative side of the commercials and the ads, yes. you know, behind the lens and, and, be, uh, and part of the form crew. So anyway, so I had that opportunity to you know, work on student forms through my cousin. And then um, I, I was gearing up to work, you know, in corporate, in advertising. You know, I graduated now and then, um, oh, sorry, this is still when I was studying. So, so I, we had opportunity to apply for internships um, during our uh, middle of, of, the, of the year. Mm -hmm. So I applied for internships <clears throat> at an advertising agency. Um, yeah, I won't, I won't, mention, won't mention the names, okay. but yeah, so I applied to, to the advertising agency um, and I got in. Um, uh, so as one of the interns in the, uh, in the account exec department. So that's basically, Account exec is basically, um, you know, you're working as a, uh, it's a corporate position. It's almost like project, project management with, within uh, the advertising field. Um, so you, so you managing the clients and you're putting together, you know, campaigns and, and all of that. So uh, it was incredible. It wasn't, it was an incredible opportunity. Um, uh, um, but at, at, the, at the time, you know, as an intern, you don't necessarily get uh, the say in what brands you are assigned to. So you just, um, you know, assigned to a brand. You're like, okay, you, you're going to work for this brand now for the next um, 
say six weeks and I was signed to 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 a certain brand um, I won't mention the name okay, as well no but, but 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 um, that put a, a little bit of a bad bad taste in my mouth that particular brand I won't mention yeah. what what industry or whatnot but let's just say that can you mention what happened or why you felt that way or oh no it was it was it was just a certain it was a certain brand it was it was a certain um, you're not feeling this brand yeah no okay no. you wouldn't no okay um, I don't know like if I, I'm not going to mention the brand's name. Yeah, you don't have to. But it was, yeah, it, it, it was a tobacco brand. Okay. Yeah, it was a tobacco brand. Let me okay. just say it, yeah. Because I was going to ask you if it was an alcoholic brand. No, it, it was a tobacco brand. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. And um, I'm not a smoker. Yes. Um, and, and yeah, for me, it was just, I, yeah, I left, left a, bit of, a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth. It was just, not the um, actual no, seeking no, no, smoke, no. <laughs> but just the experience. Yeah, no, it was just it was just it yeah. was just that corporate experience. You know I what I mean? You. Especially I working for you. a tobacco <clears throat> brand, mm. and uh, yeah, you know, you're just completely was, against smoking and spreading the message of smoking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it just didn't align with me. Let's just say it. Yes. It just didn't align with me. And so what happened afterwards is that I I didn't I didn't. Go go straight into advertising after that. I didn't go into the corporate world after that. I was like, okay, you know what? I'm I've, I've just I'm about to graduate. Um, I you know I'm not really feel aligned with with the corporate corporate world right now and the corporate agenda right now. And so what I, what I did was that I I I got a holiday job. You know, um, the one summer holiday. I saved up, saved up. Um, this is 2010, actually. Yeah, mm, the woke up time. Yeah, um, so I had a holiday job, saved up, saved up, um, and I applied to go work in America at okay. the, uh, um, hotels, in the hospitality hospitality industry in okay, hotels wow. in America. And then I got myself a little point and shoot camera, a little small digital Canon camera at the time, and that was also one of the one of the turning points because um, I worked in the hotels, and then we had downtime afterwards, and I got to travel like half of the US, mostly wow. as I was based in Washington, DC, working in hotels there. And then um, East Coast of America is amazing because it's, it's so central and nearby. Mm. Like w me and my friends and I, we would take um, a bus from Washington, DC to New York. Um, oh. It was like two hours away or Did something. Did you go in the like winter? Um, I was there in our, uh, yeah, winter. Yeah. Wow, isn't it cold? Yeah, yeah, yeah. East yeah, Coast. Yeah. Like, yeah. Wow. So I, I went to go work at like a winter festival mm. at the hotels. Oh, okay. So, 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 so working in the convention center and they had like, like bro, I'm, I'm a yeah. tropical brother, but I don't see yeah, myself yeah, yeah. in the snow. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the funny thing was like working, working at this winter festival, working at this convention center at the hotels and they had mm -hmm. these ice slides and ice rides. It was like wow. a Christmas festival kind of yes. thing. But the funny thing is that like, we hardly saw any American students working. There. Really? So they hired the South Africans. Because yeah. obviously, <laughs> because like the American kids maybe didn't want to do that work. Yeah. So you have a whole bunch of South Africans like, 60 South Africans, we were Yo, all living together, working lot. together um, and we, uh, at the convention center and basically they had these, these ice slides, giant slides made of ice and it's like a winter theme, Christmas theme and 
yeah, it was it was actually the Grinch who stole Christmas. Oh, it was yeah, that theme. That theme yes. So, but it was such a like a um, such a like a um, you know experience because we had sixty South Africans, mm. you know, so all students for mm. the first time uh, away get, from home. Did you all get uh, along though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. that's good. Um, that was, yeah, it was it was incredible. But what, the funny thing was, was saying like you hardly saw me American students mm. doing those jobs, and then mm. you you taking sixty South Africans used to our climate, our weather, and you throw them in basically, you know. Um, cold weather in the US, mm. like winter, we experienced snow for the first time yes. as well. Uh, I was like, one of the most experiences of my, of my life and our lives, experiencing snow for the first snow, time. Yes. But then, but then you're throwing these African kids who are from Africa, mm. you know, <laughs> in it's cold climate, but then picture convention center, right? Yes. And there is this ice uh, expo um, mm -hmm. and it's like below minus, I don't know what degree, but it was flipping cold. Like, <laughs> you have to wear these 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 um, snow jackets. Oh yeah. They, they're called parkers, but it's, it's like heavy snow jackets with mm -hmm. like fur and stuff. And um, you have to wear those, otherwise you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna freeze yeah. your you know what off. And, uh, and and gloves as well. Yeah, yeah, the whole the whole the whole shebang. Your muffs. Like, everything, yeah. It's <laughs> like like you're literally gearing up wow. for going on in the Alps or whatever. So wow. so yeah, you have these sixty South Africans. You throw them into that environment, and um, we were literally like sure, like. So you could only be in there for like 40 minutes at a time. Was because, it that cold? Yeah, it was that cold. It was a below freezing. You literally working in a chest freezer, in a giant freezer. Because of these massive slides, you know, ice slides. Um, so 40 minutes know. was your limit. Then you yeah. got to go out and, yeah. and, and get some, some, some yeah, fresh air. Yeah. So it was so <laughs> funny because like, yeah, you know, these African kids. Um, and, and um, you know, obviously we're not used to like the, those cold conditions. And, mm. and uh, you'd, see, you'd see us coming out of the freezer like blue in the face, almost like frostbite and like, but, but we had to acclimatize it, we had to get used yes, to it. Yes. But it was an incredible experience, man. You like, one of the first times, you know, away from home and, you know, earning, earning dollars mm. and getting to travel and, mm. and getting back to the photography side of it. I had a little point and shoot Canon camera and um, after, uh, you know, the work contract, we got to travel for about a month. Um, nice. So we, everything is so, uh, you know, central in Washington DC. So like two hours on the bus. Friends and I, after our contract, we, we took a bus to New York two hours away. And then from New York, we, um, we took a plane from, uh, no, I think it was New York, and then we went to Boston. And then from there, we took a plane um, to Miami. Mm. It was another like two hours away, and, you wow. know, and we got to experience Miami, South yeah. Beach, Florida, you know, wow. I mean, the, the, strip, the Miami Strip. Um, yes. and, I see, that's more yeah. my style because that's tropical weather. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, then, then we felt more at home there, you know, mm. a little warm weather. And yeah, and then uh, basically, what, what, the point I'm uh, making was that uh, the photography um, uh, kicked off there as well. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, traveling, you know, half of the U.S. Um, with, with my little camera and it, it trained my eye, you know, um, at that time as well. So then coming back to South Africa, coming back to Cape Town, um, then through my, through my cousin, he introduced me to colleagues in the film industry. And I had, you know, already had an interest in photography then. I was, you know, starting to train my eye and build up, you know, my portfolio. And I, uh, thankfully, through, through my cousin, I got to, Go, uh, work on the film sets, you know, um, as a trainee and take some photos as well, you know, behind the scenes stills of the crews. And, and that's how, you know, it all came about, you know. Uh, and then backtrack, it's been <coughs> 10, over 10 years, about 11 years. 
Wow. It's probably been about 11, 11 12 years um, since, and it all started, you know, through the the camera, you know, wow. taking stills on set of the crews and then building up from there. And then I got myself a film agent. Um, I signed up as a, a, um, a PA, which is a production assistant. Um, so a lot of people in the industry, you sign up as, as, a, as a PA. And that's basically, you know, you are the assistant for all the crews, no matter what department, lighting, camera, mm. you know, wardrobe, whatever, whatever. If they need someone to assist, you are that guy or that girl running around, you know, getting coffees, making yes. those orders, mm. you know, picking <clears throat> gear, running to the gear rentals. It is hectic. The hours are intense. But I'm so thankful for those opportunities because, as I said, yeah, I could build up, it built up my, my character in the film mm. industry. And, you know, as a PA, as um, a production assistant, you get, um, you know, in, you get, you know, insight into a lot of different departments. So you get to learn. And so, as I mentioned, my passion at the time was sound mm -hmm. and visuals. And so I, I, I got to take stills on set, I got to be a PA, but then also then I'm, I made friends with the sound guys. Okay. And then I became a sound guy myself, you wow. know, I became a boom swinger. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I, I got the opportunity to, to work on like SABC commercials. Wow, that's um, I got to work on SABC um, local drama series as well. Wow. And then, you know, from the things built up, I got an agent, built up, built up, built up. And now 10 years later, 11 years, 11, 12 years later, you know, I must do the math, I must calculate, you know, sometimes you lose track of time, yes. you know. Um, and Especially like when COVID, because like everyone like discounts the yes, COVID period. Yes, like they look that off as a bad day. You have to like, take that one year off. <laughs> that was, like, was like three years or two oh, yeah, years? Yeah, 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 it was about, about it was, two yeah, years. Yeah, it was a bit shady. Yeah. Was, yeah. But okay, yeah. so let, let's say it's 10, 11 years. Yeah. Now, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so 10, backtrack, I mean, fast forward about 10, 11 years now. Mm -hmm. So, um, so I, I, you know, started out as the PA, production assistant, you know, running around, you know, getting directors, producers, yeah. crew coffee. Wait, where's my coffee, yeah, David? Yeah, yeah. Me calm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stop playing. Yeah. I said two sugars. Yeah. <laughs> I want two sugars and almond milk. You can't derail. Almond milk. And so why do things like Cambodian breast milk? I said almond milk. <laughs> What's wrong with you, Mikhail? Yeah, yeah. Where did you find this Cambodian? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and literally, like, you're getting not one coffee, but you're getting, like, five, no, five to ten coffees was... for the old crews. And, and, and the frustrating thing, oh, the most frustrating thing is, like, no one has the same order. That's the one thing. person will have. Do you uh, write on there like this is for this? This is for yeah, yeah. This you have Susan. Notepad, you have to, yeah, this yeah. is for Michael. Yeah, it's for Karen. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Ka Karen. Why you gotta be a Karen? Karen. <laughs> Karen wants a decaf latte with almond milk. You know what I mean? And she wants. She yeah. wants half a sugar. No, oh one my. sugar. <laughs> no, cause she wants <laughs> half a sugar, half a <laughs> Kinderell, and then. <laughs> Off a candle. Off a What? Yeah. Make up your mind, woman. Yeah. Like. So, like, I had to order like 10 coffees and different orders. So, one is like, I'll have um, I'll have a coffee, make it black with brown sugar, and I want a cappuccino, um, you know, make it, um, you know, almond milk, whatever, whatever. So, anyway, mm -hmm. but what I'm saying is that those, those experiences yeah. actually, you know, it, 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 it was amazing because, you know, it, grew my skin in the industry yes. and um, also you know you get to meet such incredible people on set mm -hmm. you know and anyway so then I was networking 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 meeting a lot of people got to work in sound and then I found my 
niche. I found I, I found my fit in the in, in the industry. So I did everything from like camera assisting, but then I found my my fit. I feel and what I'm doing today is uh, AD AD department, mm. which is assistant uh, directing. And in in form in a form set, you know it it's a it's a massive setups. You know it's mm. almost like a military setup. So you have your, your, your different departments, you know, you have your different ranks in every department. You obviously everyone knows about the, the big director, and you have the producer, but what you don't know is you have different departments under the director. So within the directing department, you have the main director, um, and then you have the first AD. A first AD is a first assistant director. That's what it stands for. So that's basically um, uh, so um, the woman or the man um, who is, um, you know, the right-hand man, right-hand woman, you know, to be you know, correct, of the director. So that is the, the, the main director's basically assistant. So as a first AD, you are basically in charge of running the set and, and, and coordinating the set. And then the first AD has his or her assistants. Then you have a second AD. And then they work closely with the, 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 the actors and coordinating the actors. And then you have a third AD and they, you know, coordinate a lot of coordinating with the extras. Mm. And, um, and, and so when I started out, I started out as a third AD, you know, working on commercials. Um, you know, I, one, of, one, of, one of the biggest ones was I got to work on a BMW commercial wow. for the BMW uh, 2 Series. Uh, it was a massive commercial, um, uh, Adley Street. Um, they caught it off Adley Street and um, they had stunt drivers from um, you know, some of the biggest productions in the world like uh, Fast and Furious, Mission Impossible. Oh, wow. um, <clears throat> and they, they came down, um, they called the Drift Squad. Oh, I think it's a Drift Squad or a Drift Mob. So they came down for the BMW commercial year and they literally five um, brand new BMW 2 Series drifting around Adley Street wow. with helicopters <clears throat> and tracking vehicles. Wow. And, um, and that was incredible. So I was, I was a part of assisting the 80, de 80 department and the production department in um, coordinating the extras. And we had mm. to, so when you're working on such a big scale production, you can't, you can't just, 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 you know, cordon off the road and that's it. You know, you, you have to manage things, things, you know, very, very strategically and safety is key. So um, everyone on that set, you know, needs to, needs to be, um, so for example, you, we had to have a uh, hundred people on that set, especially a hundred extras to be background for that commercial. Wow. And then, um, so I was basically involved in coordinating those extras for that BMW commercial. That's so, awesome. so yeah. So from there, you know, it, it started out as as um, a third AD. Uh, as I said, I, f I found that my, my fit. You know, I, I absolutely love working with people. You know, as I said, from being a extra extra uh, introvert. Yes. And then through the cameras, through through the industry, you know, I was forced to become more social, and mm. and now I absolutely love what I do. You know, I get to work very closely with extras and actors mm -hmm. and the directing department, the production department. Yeah. And there's this nice medium in between, you know, the actors and extras and get to assist them, coordinate them and then work with the, uh, the directing team and the producers. And, and so, yeah, I absolutely love it. And from there, I built up to 
to, to, to second AD. I've also got to, to first, first AD, you know, one or two productions, um, in, um, one in South Korea as oh, well. Wow, so, that's dope. so yeah, I got to work on a, um, uh, Was it a K-pop video? No, no, no. It. it was actually, <laughs> actually, um, yeah. um, so the Pharrell Williams Happy Song. Oh, wow. Uh, the Happy Song. Uh, I'm yeah. not sure if you saw the, the Cape Town version. Uh, happy Cape Town. I probably happy South did Africa. many years ago. Yeah. So, so, so my, my friends at the time, you know, mm -hmm. they're um, all, all local Cape Town filmmakers. Uh, there was the Pharrell Williams Happy Song, which was a viral hit. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm not sure if, if you all remember that there was um, at one time, I think it was 2014, where Pharrell was like, okay, you know, he wants to see everyone around the world create their own viral videos. Mm. And at the time, people were making videos with on their cell phones, but they weren't, they weren't um, like many professional videos with like professional cameras yes. done. So my yeah. colleagues at the time, they all came together and they put together a crew. And I was, I was very, very, very fortunate to be a part of that crew um, uh, as the stills photographer and yeah. also one of the production assistants on Happy Cape Town. And that was also a huge turning point as wow. well. And, and then that video reached, I think it went viral and it um, reached half a million views within like, oh. I think under a month. Wow. Half a million views. Wow, that's incredible. And then from there, um, we, my, 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 my colleagues at the time, uh, they were contacted by Unilever, Sunlight Liquid. They asked, they asked um, the team to do Happy South Africa. And wow. then I was also called, um, you know, to be a part of that team <clears throat> again, um, which is a creative experience, got to tour South Africa wow. uh, to do um, Happy, um, yeah, Happy South Africa. So it was basically the Pharrell Limbs Happy Song. You know, uh, mm. it was trying to get people, um, you know, connect people through music and yes. song and dance. Mm. And um, uh, yeah, so we toured the country, uh, like all over. I was a part of the Cape Town, the Joburg, the Karoo, Garden Roots, wow. Pretoria. Yeah, so That's so what what we do is mostly um, like maybe either professional dancers we would we would coordinate we get professional dancers or sometimes just people off the street yeah. you know want to be a part of it and that was mm. such an incredible opportunity and then after that then i got the opportunity to go to south korea to seoul i uh, got to go work with my cousin um so he put together the happy happy um south korea music wow. video happy seoul yeah. yes and um i got to tour um uh, uh the country basically yeah wow. i got to tour south korea that's incredible um you know assisting as assistant director uh i was so um you know uh, stills uh, photography um got to work on 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 that production and yeah that was wow. that was incredible so okay so you've done all of that um the last at the last one you posted i saw was the latest commercial you were 80 on I think it was you said the Virgin Media. Yes, Virgin that's right. Media with the, with a goat. Yes, that's goat. right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How was that like? That was. Where did you shoot that as well? Wow, um, I'm not sure if I can I can mention the location. If you uh, if you want, you can mention the location of the shoot. I, I don't know if you. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. Like, I'm not sure if I if, I, if, if I'm allowed to. You know. Oh, okay. Um, uh, but, but what what I can say it was um, yeah it was it was it was shot in it was shot in. In, in, in the Western Cape. Um, okay. uh, so... Tell me off, off camera. Though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so there was... Okay, I, I can say it was, it was shot in the Western Cape and the Northern Cape. Okay. Um, it, was, it was shot in, uh, in the canyons around the Western Cape and Northern Cape. You know, maybe that... 
that'll give you an idea. But I'm not sure if I can mention the exact location just for, you okay, know, for, no, I understand. For, 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 I don't want to get into trouble or anything. Yeah, yeah, just, just yeah. for, you know, logistic mm -hmm. reasons and um, production reasons. So anyway, so, okay, so that was um, honestly one, one of the biggest uh, productions that I've be fortunate to, yeah, to have worked on um, so far as a, as an AD. Uh, that's uh, yeah, definitely the biggest commercial that I've be fortunate to have worked on so nice, far. Man. It was yeah for Richard Branson's um, uh, company, Virgin Media. Mm -hmm. So yeah, Virgin Media. You know they do telecommunications now. You know they do fast Wi-Fi, and so it was basically it was commercial yeah. showcasing their fast Wi-Fi. But the, the 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 difference here was that there wasn't. It wasn't a single uh, actor or extra on set. It was all uh, VFX. It was ah. all... So the goats you see, if you just Google Vision Media, mm -hmm. um, uh, commercial, the, the latest one will come up with uh, a flying goat on a hang yeah. glider. Yes, yes. Yeah. And the tagline is called <clears throat> why, stum uh, why, um, why stumble when you can, when you can soar. Why mm. stumble when you can soar. So... Um, uh, everything was was VFX. Everything was um, uh, yeah special effects, and I wasn't used to being on set and not working with actors or extras. Ah. Uh, so, you, so I was solely working with crew. I was coordinating, helping to coordinate crew. Wow. We were working with with, with drone pilots. Mm -hmm. We were working with stunt riggers, mm -hmm. VFX artists, and that was that was incredible. Um, it was it was a hard hard shoot. It was it was. How long like, was the shoot? It was like five days straight. Wow, five days. And mm. you were shooting in the middle of the canyons, you know, in in the heart of summer, 35 degree heat, Remote maybe locations. 40. Yeah, you're hiking, you know, from set to get to the location. When did you shoot that? Um, beginning of the year, earlier this really? year. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's only dropping now. Uh, yeah, I mean, it takes a couple months. Post-production yeah. is, 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 is a big thing. And, um, and also it takes when, a couple months. And to, also when they feel that this product is going to be available yeah. as well so it yeah is, yeah I, I get it when they're going to do this campaign okay yes. i get it yeah so that was, that was a good little um you know experience um you know like hiking through, through these canyons in, yeah. in the heart all of the summer equipment. all the equipment and gear and it was it was one of those moments in my career where you know it's it it it's i can i could i could feel that um you know my you know my 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 character um, growing. You know, mm. I was I was you know incredible opportunity to work with some of, you know one of the biggest directors in the UK. Wow. Um, and he's he's worked on you know massive um, you know music videos, mm. uh, the likes of uh, uh, Jay Z and, oh, and wow. Adele and Foo Fighters and um, and <clears throat> getting the opportunity to you know work with some of the top. Um, you know, f um, directors uh, from from the UK and top execs from Virgin mm -hmm. Media, and as, as I mentioned, yeah, yeah, it grew my my, my character so much. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it it forced me to just step up, yes. step up, you know, and basically bring it and 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 go. Yes, you know? and and you know that that Eminem song, um, you only got one, one shot. shot. Yes. Yeah. And there was a switch. There was like a switch um, that I flipped in my, in my brain on that set. I was like, okay, you have this opportunity, you know, um, just go, just go. Yeah. And, and I did. And it, 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 was, it was amazing getting feedback after that set, you know, mm. from, from those top directors, from that crew. Yes. Like, thank you, you know, for the hard work you put in. And, and 
you know, working on films, working on set, working on commercials, it's, it's, it's a heavy industry. You know, the yes. hours are hectic, the hours are grueling. It's mm. like you're working like 12 to 14, no, it's like 12 days, you say, mm. 12 hour days, um, maybe sometimes longer. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's intense. But the, the rewarding thing is when the product comes out yes. and you get to see your Hollywood mm. come on screen and, and it's such a humbling experience as well, you know, getting, getting, to, see, getting to see that. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm extremely thankful for, I, you know, all those opportunities. I, I, I want to get more into that because yeah. also um, you do behind the scenes work as well. Um, but our time is limited. Yeah. You've got places to be. You've got three <laughs> events today. Yes. So I wanted to, you mentioned something off camera as well. You, you said something with regards to you teach divers, the diving. Oh no no no! I, I don't I don't teach the uh-huh. diving, but I I um, volunteer for a um, NGO. Okay. Um, so uh, they are a um, ocean um, conservation. Oh, ocean um, science, right? Yeah, so yes, ocean science. Yes, um, yes, that was. That um, was as they called see the bigger picture so shout out to see the bigger picture shout out to see the bigger picture yeah so if you haven't heard of them guys uh, check them out on socials um they what's their, what's their website uh so yeah if you just google see the bigger picture okay. uh and on instagram um and facebook as well mm-hmm. so it's, it's, it's an incredible um, initiative um that uh, is teaching um, ocean conservation um they do beach cleanups um on a regular basis you know, um, you know, trying to encourage people uh, all over the Western Cape to come out on a Saturday morning uh, to help clean up our beautiful beaches around our coastlines. Mm. And, and also um, the other very important um, initiative that they do is a program called uh, Defenders of the Blue, uh, DOB for short. And, and what they do is um, so... They select Defend schools. Defend the ocean against Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> no, but against... Defenders of the blue, bro. Come on, yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, what enemies are out, out there, bro? No, it's, 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 it's... Okay, so they select uh, um, uh, schools, high schools, from okay. all over the Cape Flats. Mm-hmm. And um, they um, take uh, learners um, from, from the high schools and um, they invite them... So we invite them to uh, Saturday morning um, workshops mm-hmm. um, where we uh, take kids through everything from um, you know teaching them ocean science, mm. teaching them about marine biology, teaching mm. them about conservation, teaching them about you know we take them to the rock pools and, and you know teach them about That's all the dope. organisms in the water, wow. and, and then um, you know we do sessions with them like that, and then um, we do. Um, snorkeling sessions with them as well wow, um, and and then at, as it's a four-week program at the end of the four weeks we have a fun day for them it's almost like a graduation so yes. we have certificates and nice. um and yeah so it's been running for now i believe i think it's about two and a half years or three years now if i'm not mistaken wow. but yeah it's, it's been such an incredible opportunity um you know, uh, for me to be a part of this, uh, that's a beautiful as, initiative, yeah, I must say. As, as a mentor, um, you know, from the camera side, but assisting, you know, all the incredible, um, you know, marine scientists, mm. and specifically marine scientists of color, um, mm. you know, and our team is made up from incredible people, you know, from from all backgrounds. And um, I, I need to give a shout out, you know, to 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 one um, to one of the co-founders, um, so brother Shamir Mahmoud. Shout out um, to brother. 
Shamir Ahmoud. Mahmoud. Oh, yeah. Mahmoud. Shamir Mahmoud, yeah. A apologies, I didn't want to put your name on purpose. Yeah. So guys, if you haven't heard of um, um, the incredible work that, that Brother Shamir is doing, just, 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 just um, Google his name, uh, all the amazing work will come up. So he is one of the, the co-founders, obviously, The Bigger Picture. Um, and uh, so he, he is from, he's from, from Heidefeld. Mm-hmm. And um, he discovered, um, he discovered uh, free diving, and um, that you know was incredible turning point in his life. You know um, where he, he he and he says this in you know his interviews. He made a film, um, uh, he made a, a a documentary on oh, yeah. on his journey. And he, he says that, you know, free diving, you know, in the ocean was one of the first times where he felt free, mm. you know, where, where he felt, you know, the sense of freedom, you know, in the ocean. Wow. And he made a documentary on, on the journey. It's called Rise from the Cave Flats. Rise from the Cave Flats. Yeah. Where can people see that? Um, if you just go to, you, to YouTube. Oh, YouTube, um, okay, cool. Yeah, I think the trailer's on there. Okay, um, cool. Yeah. And that, that, that film, you know, has, has gone to film festivals, it's won awards. Wow. And and you know what? Um, so yeah, so he started this. Uh, he started this uh, this initiative, and then you know he's he's gone on to pursue um, uh, his filmmaking, and now he's recognized as uh, National Geographic uh, wow. filmmaker. So he he won National Geographic <clears throat> Wayfind Wayfinder wow. Award. That's so incredible. he's he's one of the recognized National Geographic explorers and filmmakers now. Wow. You know? This is a man from our communities, you know, wow, from I'm Cape Town. Um, I want to watch this. And his story for me is is so inspirational. Wow. Because you know it doesn't matter. He, you know he's giving talks now around the world. You know, and wow, it, it doesn't matter. You know where you come from. Yes. You know what your circumstances are. You know, um, as long as you have this, you know, the, this goal and passion for what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And now he's he's you know making forms all around the world. Wow, you know, giving talks and and so yeah, it's been an incredible experience getting to work, you know, um, and uh, volunteer, and also become a mentor now for these mm. educational programs. Mm. And um, for me, it's not just about you know being behind the lens anymore. Now for me, it's about trying to impart that knowledge that I've learned over the years, and I've been very fortunate, you know, to. To have had this journey that I've had, and and um, and, and now um, any opportunities to be involved in in programs where I can, you know, help um, inspire the next generation, mm. you know, and and any educational programs where I can try and inspire, you know, uh, kids through creative outlets. Um, through through cameras, um, you know, no matter what it is, but you know, to to let kids know, I mean, let the youth know that, you know, w- whatever goal you have in mind, uh, don't think of it's unattainable and impossible. You know, no matter where you come from, what background you're in, mm-hmm. um, and the responses from the kids is absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's so emotional, you know, as a as a team. There's so many times yeah. where you you so t- you, like you. you yeah, like waterworks, you know, yes, from our from our crew. Yes. Like, you know, it's 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 emotional at times because 
you know, seeing those experience, uh, seeing seeing those uh, the, the feedback from the from the kids, mm. some of them telling us that it's the first time in their lives that they've been, um, you, you know, um, snorkeling. Some of them first time that they've been swimming in the ocean. Mm. Um, you know, uh, yeah, some of the first time that they've you know ever experienced. Uh, yeah, you know, being out in the ocean um, and and um, you know, being being out in nature, and and, and then also um, you know, I have opportunity. So I'm I'm shooting the behind the scenes for these programs and the photos and the videos, and um, you know, helping to promote you know these these initiatives and these educational programs. But then also the kids are coming up to me now and, and saying saying. Uh, Hey, uncle, I want to come and see you know yes. what you're doing. You know, um, how are you taking this photo? Mm. And 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 um, you know, I'm, I'm working on programs. Um, uh, you know, to to to, to um, uh, inspire kids through cameras. Mm. And um, yeah, that's that's one of my next steps now. Is I'll, I'll put together you know these programs, training programs. Um, you know, to inspire kids through through photography and filmmaking. And so I've got that's some things in the pipeline that that's I'm working amazing. on and I that's want to build awesome. up with you. That's beautiful, man. <laughs> Look, your time is up. I don't want to get into trouble. There's people waiting for you. Um, thank you so much for coming through and sharing your journey. It's, it was a wonderful conversation. I've learned so much from this. I'm going to take so much from this. And I hope everyone else who hears this also takes something from it. And inspire them in some way or uses it as fuel and motivation and just to see what's possible so i appreciate you for coming through um where can people find you you know in these streets i'm sure you've got okay you, you i know you went through a, a instagram hacking oh yeah episode. let's not go there yeah, that's so, the story for another day yeah, yeah so where can people find you like legitimately yeah <laughs> you know, no 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 i got it back i got it, you back. Got it back yeah yeah, yeah i got it back i fought for that fantastic i fought for that because it was eight years of hard work you know wow, that I built up that's incredible. that was that was one of my main platforms and then i was yes. like no no no, no the sack is not going to win today i'm wow. going to get it back and it took me like two months but i got it back wow um so uh, you're asking where can people find me yeah, on socials yeah, yeah, yeah. um so on uh instagram it's uh, so my photography um, name is Mick Mutala Photography. Uh, Instagram you can find it on at Mick underscore Mutala Photography. Um, so I'm most most active on Instagram, uh, on Facebook as well. Uh, but yeah, Instagram is, is the main platform where you can find updates on my work, um, my photography, uh, videography, behind the scenes, my um, form work. Um, yeah. Um, if, yeah, if check it out, and you know, love for people to, uh, you know, yeah, check it out, see what I do. You know, hopefully it inspires, you know, um, in someone else who is an aspiring photographer, you know, filmmaker. So, yeah. if people want to book you for <laughs> yeah. whatever event or gig, or whatever, where can people also reach out to you? The same platforms. Same platform. All my details are on there. Okay. I link to my websites on there, um, and then yeah. Just, just, just mention your website. Oh, so it's uh, mickmutala.com. Uh, cool. Yeah, awesome. Thank you so much, brother. Yeah. I wish you all the best. I, I wish you have even more crazy experiences. And, you know, I, I, I wish your career just in everything you do just soars to astronomical heights. And um, thank you so much for availing yourself 
to these streets. Yeah. And share these stories. Thank you yeah. so much for the opportunity, brother. No, um, I, I really, pleasure. I really appreciate, and as I mentioned, I really appreciate the platform. Um, you know that that you're creating for creators, um, and um, especially within our communities. Uh, and yeah, watch the space, guys. You know, it's, it's only the beginning for me. I, I feel it's only the beginning for me. I've got so much, you know, left to learn, to grow, to build up. And let's grow together, you know, as yes. our communities, you know. Yes. If, for me, you know, if, if I can, you know, as I mentioned, utilize what I've been very fortunate, you know, um, to, to learn in my career and the people around me have built me up. But now, you know, as my next, my next chapter now is that, you know, to utilize all of this and build up, you know, our communities as well. Mm. You know, be it through the arts, through filmmaking, through photography, and wherever I can, yes. I'm here for that. That's mm. what drives me as well. Yes. You know, any community initiatives or, you know, projects, uh, community upliftment, um, no matter what it is, let, you know, let's build each other up. Yes. You know, let's utilize the, the skill sets that we have and Absolutely. build our communities up and, you know, and and allow people to attain and reach their goals and their mm, dreams. And, and yeah. Awesome, brother. I appreciate you so much. Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Much respect. What you, what you doing out in these streets, lay rule? What you doing out in these streets? What you doing out? What you, what you doing out? What you, what you doing out in these streets? What you doing out in these streets, lay rule? We in these streets!